Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. It's another week. It's another episode of Sensi Brewcast, uh, the voice of Sensi Craft. I think I'm supposed to say that contractually. Uh, we are live, not live. We are recorded <laughs> live. Um, we are on location. Sometimes you need a drink, and sometimes you want a beer. Sometimes you might want some cider. Sometimes you might want some booze. Sometimes you can't make up your mind. There are not many places that you can go to if you want those beverages handcrafted and get them all under the same roof. If you haven't figured it out, we're at March 1st because you guys are (laughs) the the first to really crack that code here in Cincinnati. Um, There's a couple other places that are really close and and chomping at the bit to uh, to kind of do the same thing. Maybe not, not even the same thing. I don't think anybody else is looking at cider also right now. Yeah, um, not quite yet. Yeah, Nobody has seen. quite the trifecta so, yet, but no, that's... Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are doing something very unique here. Um, joined by Shay, you've been on the show before. Yep. Um, and then, Brian, I did not catch your last name. Fisher. Fisher, you yes. are also a brewer here. I am, correct. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. What we do is we drink beer and we talk about it. <laughs> All about <laughs> that. Sometimes people get useful knowledge out of it. Eh, I don't know about the other times, but <laughs> it's, it's always fun. Absolutely. Um, let's... let's there's a lot going on here at March 1st. It's a, the last time we were here was, I don't know how long before the tap room actually opened up. I don't know if any of that actually comes through on the microphone, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is like, there's like 173 different events going on right now, and there, um, the, 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 the brewery is packed full, um, although we're in a very nice conference room, so I'm hoping <laughs> it's nice and quiet and uh, sounds like we are sitting, uh, I don't know, in a conference room. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when we were when we were here last time, you guys had not opened the tap room yet. It was really close to being open. Yep. yep. Um, the tap room at that time that was like what four bar stools and a couple tables. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, um, things have definitely changed a lot since then, and things are getting ready to change a lot more. And I just want to kind of dig into that and let people know um, what March first really is. So, absolutely. Um, let's 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 start with the easy part. <laughs> the easy part. Yeah. What is March first? Is it a brewery? Is it a distillery? Is it a, a cidery? A cidery a word? Yeah. C- yeah. C- cider place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what What do you guys consider the soul of this place, or is it kind of just a mishmash of everything? Kind of basically, uh, <laughs> no, not really. Well, kind of a mishmash, but no, we uh, we uh, basically we have everything under one roof so and we do it all ourselves so it's something that we're uh, pretty proud of that we can you know go from brewing beer to one day you know to um pumping cider you know into uh our uh, fermenters the next day and uh, be running the still the third day so it's it's pretty wild is it is it hard to shift gears like that mentally as as a brewer as somebody who's making this stuff is it hard to kind of you know yeah and that's one, one thing that we, we've had a lot of people say, oh, well, then, you know, nobody can be good at, you know, any one thing when you're doing everything. But, you know, we definitely have our, you know, each one of us has our own specialty that we kind of focus on. And then, you know, we're there to basically help each other out, you know, doing everything. Isn't so. that a little bit like saying that if a brewery has a good IPA, there's no way they can make a good Pilsner or make a good stout? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's kind of the same. If you, could, yeah. if you have the passion towards something, why the hell can't you do that with something else? I, I don't know, but... Um, uh, let's let, on, let's let's well, let's start with the easy part. Let's start with uh, from the beer fridge. Let's talk about what from I'm drinking here because this is one that I have not got to try yet, as far as I can think of. Um, this is a a session session. Yes, I this is our session a brand IPA, new session yes, session 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 IPA. Um, yep. Tell me a little bit about it while I drink it, so that there's no dead air. No, yeah, um, it's just light, crisp, fruity. Um, it's definitely our newest biggest hit currently it's uh flying out of the tap room so we're pretty excited about it so um yeah it's exactly what it says it is yeah it's fruity it's uh it's bright it's perfect for hot weather um i think that there were a lot of people when you guys opened up that you know heard this this lager focus and assumed that that was all it was going to be is these what a lot of people thought of light beer you know Mm -hmm. easy drinking boring is is what i heard a few times before people tried it, of course. And I think now that people are starting to see that there's a little bit more coming out of here from, 
you know, the Irish red, which I think is phenomenal. Oh, one yeah, of, one yeah, of the yeah. best in, in the city. Awesome. Um, to this, the session IPA, the, the Denali. I mean, there's, there's some really, really great stuff that's not necessarily a lager coming out of here too. And I think yeah. it's probably important for and, people And we still, uh, you know, focus a lot on our lagers, but it's all about the drinkability too, especially with like this session we have here. Um, it's one of those beers that you can just sit down and have a few, you know, go out and mow the lawn and be drinking and having a good old time. So you guys do bill yourselves as Ohio's most drinkable craft beer. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that, was, which, that uh, was something that they uh, that they put out. So yeah, that's that's there. Yep, yep. So. Um, and I, I do have to say, it's very drinkable. I don't know if I can give you the tag no, of the most yeah. drinkable because I don't understand what that means. But um, it is that right now. This is the most drinkable beer that I've got in front of me, and it's 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 fantastic. Yeah. What. What types of on on the beer front? What types of things are being talked about? Or maybe coming along that we can know about? Maybe that we can get hints towards anything? Well, fun? Uh, <laughs> we just had a quite a fun uh, shoot. How long have we been here? Quite a while. We a long time. brewed a new beer today. Yeah. <clears throat> so it is a tropical blonde ale. So All it right. is. Yeah, it's going to be. What makes it tropical? I don't know if we're allowed is, to I don't give allowed everything to, yeah. away is, is quite there yet. Some, is there some kind of uh, it's gonna be, some kind of it's adjunct gonna be super thrown in there? Yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> super fruity. Let me tell fruity. you that. Yeah. Um, so um, personally, I would love to try a Blondale with some kind of coconut pineapple kind of thing going on I think would be really fun <laughs> alright alright yeah yeah <laughs> um, not, not that that's what that is not that I you know, it's just, that's in my head that's that's where I go when you say tropical blonde ale yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. it sounds really good right now after sweating all day yes no yeah exactly um, and that's it's just another one of those easy drinking summer beers so that's what sure. we're kind of focusing on currently so and it's we're pretty excited about this yep. one so one to beat the heat for sure yeah. uh, what kind of time frame are we looking at for that we have. <laughs> see, he pulls out his phone. <laughs> yes. Get my timer out. We have six minutes still, so we're good. Yeah, we no, 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 no. Time frame oh, for till it's on tap. Oh goodness. Oh um, yeah. So, so anybody that that I mean, this is hopefully going to sound like radio magic when it's all said and done. <laughs> but this is going to be kind of a stop and go kind of uh, um, piece together brewcast because uh, I'm I'm literally pulling you guys from your work right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, we're looking at about three weeks, roughly, yeah. give or take, but it should be right around three weeks. Um, and I'm sure that you will read all about it on the gnarlygnome.com when they are tapping it, because oh, I'm yeah. going to need to come try <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, so, the beer side, you guys definitely focus towards, the, I don't want to say lighter stuff, because you definitely have some stuff that is heavy, both ABV-wise and flavor-wise. I mean, the, oh, you, yeah. you, you've got, what is it, a chocolate stout on mm-hmm. the... the it's definitely not light drinking. You've no, got, it's 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 a um, yeah, it's a good hefty little dose of you, fun. You've got a you've got a box beer that's part of your regular lineup, which I think is absolutely brilliant here in Cincinnati. That yeah. you know to do that. There's definitely some stuff that's that's a little heavier, but drinkability definitely see, seems like a, a focus of what this place is. And I oh think yeah. If I could, and I hate to sum up somebody's somebody's beer portfolio as something, <laughs> but um, drinkable light. Easy, I guess, is is the way I would sum you guys up, and that's not to say if you like something else, you can't come here and find oh, it yeah. because you can. But and we've got um, not to ruin anything, but we've got some fun things that are aging currently that uh, eventually we're going to be releasing. So from some of our other products that we do right. here. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when Ben announced that he was coming here, I I got excited. I know how much Ben loves. <laughs> barrels. I was going to make a crude joke about him liking wood or something. I don't know, but, um, we we know how much he likes that, and to have have a place that is making products that were in a barrel at one time, that then there is a barrel ready to go afterwards. Like there's a lot of fun things that you can do based off of that. I when when Eight Ball was open, and for anybody that doesn't know, Eight Ball and New Riff were the same company. And it always drove me crazy that you never saw, and maybe they didn't have time to do it, or they didn't have, you know, they weren't doing the right products, whatever it is. But you never saw that cross between the two. They were in different buildings, across mm-hmm. the parking lot mm-hmm. from each other. They never talked about each other. Yeah. It was this strange separation, which um, it, I'm happy to see that you guys are not separating the two businesses into something, because it would be very easy to do. And I'm sure that on a lot of fronts, maybe less from you guys, but maybe from the marketing side, it's probably a pain in the ass to, to try to keep all of these things as one cohesive, um, one cohesive place and still keep the brands, yep, yep. their own identities and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's exciting to think about, uh, 
what you guys could do with some of the stuff you've got going on. You guys, um, you have rum. I assume some of that rum went into barrels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Same, yes. Guys, Same assumption. Um, yes. <laughs> you guys have whiskey. I assume that there is whiskey in barrels. Yep, yep. Um, uh, you have apple brandy. Yep, yep. We've got I assume some of that barrels. is in barrels. Oh, yeah, we've got new barrels <laughs> yeah. uh, raging right now. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the possibilities are fun. Even, you know, we're going off on all kinds of fun tangents here, but <laughs> on the cider side, uh, are you guys barrel aging any ciders? We have we well, seen. Funny you ask. We <laughs> might be barrel aging a cider. Have yeah. we seen one from you guys? Uh, Did you have a barrel aged? We have not released it yet. Okay. Currently, we. Uh, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. We have two. <laughs> yeah. currently. We'll see. In the works. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get an email like in two days. Like, okay, we have to edit out this. No, <laughs> no, no, it's all good. No, but yeah, currently we. Uh, we have uh, we have two that um, we have aging, uh, two different kinds, and so yeah, we're pretty uh, we're pretty excited to see uh, and, how they turn out. And so. again, the the two thought, different barrels. So the, the thought that some of these things can kind well, of cross each other is more than that, but <laughs> is, is is really exciting. So um, let's. I mean, barrels. How many barrels do you guys have right now, aging away roughly of of booze? Do you know? Um, with beer and cider in them, oh man, probably like you know, seven or eight. Eight. That's eight? what I'd say. I think. I think it's eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight sounds right. Yeah. Um, on, on <laughs> go ahead. And then uh, on the spirit side, um, I'm not really sure off the top of my head. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> a few, uh, kind of some. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, the the idea of of what March first is today is something that is getting ready and laying a foundation for something that can be very big in Cincinnati and beyond. And I think that was kind of obvious from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm always curious when I see a place opening up that is that it ha- has an idea to be bigger than what they are, whatever that means, of how big they want to be. And I know that you know your guys' perspective is going to be very different than probably some of the ownership and things like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. curious from, from your point of view of how big you want personally a place like this to be. I mean, how, how big is, is too big before it kind of, before, that's always before the, the work changes, before the job yeah, changes. That's always the, the fun side of things, trying to figure out, you know, how big do you want to grow? How far do you want to spread out, you know, stick to the community or stick to the state or stick right. regionally or, you know, and, as of right now, we're, we're just going to keep focusing on growing. And then when we get to a point when we realize, okay, all right, we're, you know, the whole point is, you know, not to just be comfortable and, you know, then start to get stagnant, you know, right. it's about to be innovative and new. And that's where I'm excited about this new, uh, expansion we have coming along currently Which, when that is going to, um, that is going to, uh, provide a lot more opportunity for us to, uh, do a lot of more new things and it, yeah, all of us here, especially the <laughs> brewers, are yeah. just like our minds are just going crazy right now with um, everything that we could uh, we're going to be putting out. So let's let's go ahead and let's dive into that too. Okay, so we've seen a few things about the expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, is it brewery side? Is it tap room side? Is it both? Ta- kind of lay lay the a little bit lay, of both. Lay, lay the picture of what. Yeah. And and it may be hard for somebody who hasn't been to March first yet to kind of understand the way things are laid out. But yeah, so so over here at our basically our vent space right now, uh, what we're going to do is uh, basically bring more tanks over here on this side, uh, increase uh, basically our production capacity. Um, so we'll be able to do more smaller test batch size, um, and uh, we'll be uh, expanding the course the. Uh, taps that we have the tap room of course uh, and then we're actually gonna be busting out some windows at the front up here right as the, well the plan currently and putting <laughs> in some i don't know we'll figure out garage doors or something and then i will actually have a front patio so it'll be have a nice you know outdoor space and it's quite um, and then i believe the 
parking lot is going to be yeah, yeah, like expanded, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's sure. going to be really nice because <laughs> anybody who's been here knows sometimes <laughs> when it gets busy, it can be a little bit of a challenge. Sometimes our neighbors like are right super now. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our neighbors are super cool. So that's been helpful for us right now. So super thankful for them, everybody out there for uh, who's been you know helping us out with all that um it's, it's been really helpful for sure so um yeah we've got a even after this one we've got a few more ideas what we want to play with for the next one so but yeah more tanks um a lot more space and uh yeah it's just it's pretty exciting to see what's uh what's going to be on the horizon so how how and i don't know if you know the exact answer here but how oh, no. looking at <laughs> looking at the um and i guess i guess it's not really a th- an actual like square footage change for what's going on here because you're just kind of you're kind of growing into the space that's already here that's being used as event space yeah um how much tank space are you adding how many how many more tanks do you know the answer to that yet a minimum of four yeah and we're definitely gonna have room for more and you guys currently have uh as far as beer tanks go beer fermenters uh six yeah, yeah, six. and then the bright tank for that, of course, and then we have two fermenters of variable capacity and a bright tank for the cider, yeah. and then three uh, fermenters for our uh, distilled spirits currently. So, yeah. So, but it's it's a and the expansion is all going to be on the beer side. It's all fermenters for beer, or I believe we're actually going to have a mix. So. Yeah, 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 beer yeah. and cider. Yeah, um, so we'll be able to play all around. So, right. Yeah, I think spirits as well too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's. Yeah, (laughs) we're going for it, man. I tell you what, Um, where where do you see March first in five years? How how what do you what do you see this becoming? What do you see, um, not just size wise, but I mean, how do you see the relationship with this bigger community and stuff? No, yeah, and that's definitely one thing that we've been talking about is reaching out to the community a little bit, of course, more and just getting out there. Um, doing more events, you know, basically, you know, out with everybody, basically. Right. So we're pretty excited. Um, and we've got some ideas we're kind of playing around with. Um, if we could figure out the legalities of it, I would love to see personally um, a way that, and I, we're still trying to figure this out, a way to get distillers to collaborate, just like brewers collaborate. Right. I would personally love to see something like that because all the distillers around, of course, Cincinnati and this whole area are just super helpful super you know super cool so it's I'd, i would love to figure out a way that we could make that happen if possible and that's the whole thing is that we're still breaking ground with the whole distilling side you know there's laws that are still changing to try and help us you know with the whole craft movement and distilling so it's one of those things that i think it's just going to take time and then you might be able to find some cool collaborations or you know new events coming out right. you know so that's definitely something that we're looking forward to and then also you know with the cider side i mean shoot so many more breweries now are popping up with cider i mean that's it's inevitable till cool funky things start popping out with different <laughs> right. brewers and yeah that'll be that'll be really cool too so yeah i've i've been very de- i i i don't love cider i enjoy cider but i don't, I don't i'm not in love with it mm-hmm. and i my my biggest gripe is that it's all too sweet there's so much oh, sweet yeah. cider yeah, out yeah. there and, you know, in, in reading Cider Made Simple and books like that, you hear about these ciders that are being made in, you know, these little farmhouses in England or wherever the hell it is. And <laughs> um, you hear about these these things fermented with wild yeast and these kind of funky ciders that are, you know, and I, I am desperate for somebody to, to, to put something out like that that I can, oh, yeah. I can try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, definitely that's... Uh We've definitely been uh, talking about it for sure. Yeah. So it's definitely something we've gotten a radar that uh, radar there we go radar. that uh, we could uh, we could definitely grow into. So it's something that I'm really passionate about that I love to see. So those well, are definitely the style that I kind of lean towards when it goes to cider. So and not to keep jumping all over the place, no, but I no, guess but with <laughs> a with a show where you've got a brewery, distillery, cidery, you're going to jump all over the place on the. Uh, the, the the wild or the funky or the sour side, not just necessarily cider, but um, you guys haven't really dabbled in that at all. Is that something that is on the radar for even you know the, the beer side? Is yeah, know, it's, I mean, it's definitely something that we haven't released. It's definitely something. <laughs> I mean, we've we've dabbled a little bit with like all the right. whole funky ciders and stuff like that. Um, but um, it's definitely something that we could uh, we could definitely step into. So. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of how I can uh, <laughs> push you into these questions a little better. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> we uh yeah we've we've uh we've actually um had a pretty fun little experiment where we just took cider and um we natu- we let it naturally ferment we didn't add any yeast or anything to it and uh, a lot of times with cider they're known to be um they're, they're known to be kind of smelly stinky crazy right. fermenters basically um and we were absolutely blown away with um, how much was actually fermented off for one, the nice uh, tartness that we actually got out of it. And it was just slightly sweet, really well balanced. And so that was one that we're hopefully we'll be able to recreate, right? you know, down the line. So yeah, that's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course uh, we have a new cider coming out here and uh, shoot uh, a couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a uh, red raspberry cider oh dear god that sounds good yeah <laughs> yeah uh quite a bit of raspberry let me tell you that was yeah that was a lot of fun <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> well so you guys also have done a couple really fun collaborations on the cider side you did oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 fritter cider and then the um the green apple with airheads which yeah. and this I, is no different this i is... was blown away by that cider because you, you think it's going to be one thing and then you try it and it just it's it's not that at all, but it is absolutely perfect to what it should be to yeah. kind of replicate some of those flavors without being in your face artificial candy yeah. tasting. Yeah. So awesome. it, yeah. yeah, and this one where it's been a collaboration with Augula Macy's, the you know candy and uh, ice cream right. and all that amazingness that they have there. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, it's definitely something that uh, we're pretty uh, excited to uh, to get out on the market. So that's yeah. fun. That, that I'm. Very curious to try that one. Yeah, yeah. We've all been, we've been taking little samples, you know, oh, yeah. of course, along the way, you know, as it's fermenting and every it's time out we're, great, say the least. we're freaking out. So, yeah, we're pretty excited <laughs> about it, to say the least. We're yeah. freaking out. Um, <laughs> what, what out there right now kind of in, in the marketplace gets you excited right now? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the same for a place like March 1st where there, you see something and you're like, oh man, I wish we could do that where you can't. Or if I, I don't know how that works when you've got this place doing so many different things. I don't know if you even have time to think about other stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got plenty of ideas rolling around in my head right oh, now, man. especially with this new expansion coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some things that we I know that I really want to play with, especially uh, well, some things on the cider side, like uh, there's ice ciders out there that are right, right. there's or also there's fortified ciders. Mm-hmm. So if you ever had like um, like a port wine or any of those sort of dessert style wines that are fortified, basically back sweetened. Um, that could be, that, that could be a fun little, little time I'm pretty excited about. Um, and then, yeah, we've got some, we've got some other ideas. We're kind of rolling around on the table, getting ideas for like the beer side. Um, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then of course, uh, distilling, we've been doing some experiments, um, some little small test batch, uh, yeah. something that, uh, there's only been three distillers in the world that I know of that have actually done. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> yeah, we can mind is mind is going here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty excited to uh to see what happens basically. So, what about on on the distilling side? We um and I don't know the logistics behind getting the ingredients for it, but um agave spirits, we you know, there's not a lot of people around here doing agave-based spirits. I think um Somebody just released their first one. Was it Northside? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys down um, there. Early yeah. May, I believe. Congrats I, to Chris and all those guys. Yeah, you know, obviously Shout it's, out to them. it's not tequila, <laughs> and, and that's a whole different topic that we yeah, could do. We could do yeah. on a different show. Hint, hint, a different show. <laughs> Anybody has been has been listening to the podcast recently. You know that there are some things in the works that I am not ready to talk about, but get ready. Nice. Um, but the uh, the agave side. The, the, is that something that you guys have talked about? Is it oh, it's definitely something we've talked about? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know down the road is definitely something that we could uh, definitely implement. We've got a couple of new ideas that we're kind of playing around with, and that was one of them. So, um, yeah, we just we're getting the experience with it. You know, definitely doing a lot of research before we just jump in to make sure we you know we want to make sure that we do this and we do it you know in the you know correct manner. Right. We don't want to put out something that we wouldn't be proud of. So it's definitely. Uh, Definitely something that uh, we could definitely play around with for sure. We're yeah. pretty excited about that. I know Brian over here; he's like uh, been yeah. begging for one. I have so. been bringing it up constantly. That's, that's my yeah, go-to yeah, yeah. this time yeah. of year. Is uh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> some tequila for many of us. Absolutely, absolutely. agave based spirits. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> tell you what, man, one night in the Bahamas for me, yeah, and that pretty much did it for me. So. <laughs> well, so what what types of you know, not going into things that you know you guys are going to be working on, maybe, but what or that you can't talk about? What what, <laughs> what types of things have you guys not done yet on the spirit side that you really kind of wanted? To, I mean. Why haven't you done a gin? Why haven't like why why are we not seeing some of these things yet? <laughs> We've definitely been playing around with a lot of yeah. the uh, spices for gin, right. so we're mm-hmm. we're playing with that for sure. It's definitely something that um, long term is you know that's something that we're definitely pushing for. Yeah, um, our owner is all excited about it and wants us to, you know to play and figure it all out and make sure that we really something that uh, we can definitely get out there to the marketplace yeah. that's really gonna be enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely something that we've already started pre- playing with. Uh, and it's just a little metal time to just get our, you know, just get well, our feet moving on. Well, so. There's there's just there's lots of fun stuff out there that I think um, would get people taught, you know, absinthe, you know, things that like th- things that. Yeah, people there's, aren't a, there's a growing growing market for that right now. That it's really, I think, yeah, you know, even, yeah. you know, you talk about bars locally that, you know, are, are buying bottles from other places. Why not get some local things like that on here? You know, I, I don't know. No, yeah. And we. Shoot, um, it wasn't too long ago we were listening to a podcast here, you know, um, on absinthe and trying to just get ideas on, you know, really what goes into it, you know, historically as well right. as what people, you know, more, you know, you know, this day, what they're, what's the kind of the trend for it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild to look into it. It's, it's really cool. Well, and has that kind of been a difficult side of all this? It's one thing to, to start a brewery not that starting a brewery is easy but you know oh no everybody can do it (laughs) but but everybody and their cousin has has home brewed there there are plenty of people that are very they're very they're very very, (laughs) but not not the actual starting the brewery the the act of the act of brewing has Mm -hmm. been written about has been talked about there are plenty of people around that can talk to you about brewing um distilling is is this whole kind of new especially in a place like ohio where the laws have not been friendly to that for a long time yeah well, that was forget ohio yeah. you've got kentucky right there too which the laws are not very friendly there to start a distillery yeah um how how do you how do you deal with that if you're you talked about gin or you talk about absinthe you know and you're trying to figure out what that is or what that means now versus then it's not like the, the information is that if you want to brew a Hefeweizen, everybody knows how to brew a Hefeweizen at this point. It's easy to... I don't want to use the word easy. It's easy to, to dig into that. Oh, there's definitely a like, knowledge base out there to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. look into. There's, there's that for spirits, but when you compare the two, I mean, I mean, it's nowhere near, you know, so it's definitely one that you, you want to delve into it, you know, and really research um, quite a bit before you just go out there and just, oh, yeah, it is, you know, but <laughs> I mean, and of course, there's the whole Hidden danger in it, you know. Don't want right. to, yeah. You don't want to kill yourself or anything, but yeah. But yeah, that was the whole thing. Um, a good just, story. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> shoot. It, but yeah, I've you know we've we've known too many people that have you know gotten hurt doing it. So you really got to be careful and know what you're doing for sure. So, but um, but yeah, um, it's one of those things that you can't you know legally you know play around with right. you know, and then you know go and open your own place. So. Um, so for a lot of these guys that are, you know, starting, you know, that have never really distilled before, it's just gaining that knowledge, you know, apprenticing, you know, under, you know, other distillers, you know, getting that, you know, foot in the door somewhere and to be able to, you know, get out there. So, and, uh, for us, you know, we've, we've definitely, you know, been very thankful for other distillers who have definitely been helpful for us and, um, very open, you know, to kind of be like, you know, yeah, here's, you know, what definitely didn't work for us, you know? Right. And then, you know, those, you know, there's there is that you know history behind it so you want to you know stay true to that you know as well so it's and that's what i personally love so uh the history behind it you know as far back as i can go with my family you know we've had something to do with you know brewing or distilling or you know making wine so and that's you know everything we're doing here so that's definitely speaking to my heartstrings for sure so yeah well and how do you you know and i i i don't know the the how do you push some of those boundaries with spirits you talk about staying true to history and things like that it's it's one thing with beer to kind of styles shift and styles change and that kind of oh yeah no and we've definitely got some stuff that like new stuff that we're pretty excited that uh to throw out there obviously if there's only you know three distilleries you know we can even find that are doing it so yeah it's it's 
we're definitely pushing some boundaries with some uh, with some things as well. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I I think that again, and I, I'm going to repeat it over and over. But I think it's really exciting to think about what those possibilities can be long term, and you know even short term. Here, there's again, there's nobody else doing what you guys are doing. And that's, that's a really fun thing to kind of play with and kind of think about. And uh, uh, I'm excited to see what that means. No, yeah. Um, it's really, you know, personally, it's, it's really fun to be able to, you know, fill a barrel with apple brandy and then, you know, take that barrel, dump it out and then fill it with, you know, cider. And then, you know, <laughs> it's just those flavors are just going to, you know, meld so well together. It's just, it's crazy. And then, you know, be able to fortify that cider or, you know, or, Shoot, I mean Just the possibilities in general. Yeah. I mean, so well, let's 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 kind of break down what on the spirit side. What you guys, this is not a spirits show, but since since we're here, let's 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 kind of break it down for people <laughs> so that they can kind of understand what those different products are. So uh, yeah, currently, you know, as far as yeah. you know, a vodka is made with yeah, basically we, yeah, any kind of fermentable cur- currently, grain, right? yeah, exactly. But we're using uh, we're using wheat uh, for our vodka. Um, it's a we're really proud of our vodka um it's definitely we feel it's a much smoother vodka that uh goes well just just goes really well with mixed drinks of course <laughs> well um, and if, but if yeah anybody has ever tasted like a a buffalo trace bourbon versus a maker's mark you'll understand kind of some of the differences oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. what what wheat does to a spirit and yeah um it it smooths it out it, it you know if you think of i guess we should relate it to beer if you think of a um, a, a rye-based beer versus a a, a wheat beer, mm-hmm. you get that smoothness and that kind of creaminess and that 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 roundness, I guess. Yeah, yeah abs- <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, and that plays into the spirit side too after it's distilled. Yeah. Um, what else do you guys? You guys have um, you have a apple brandy? We talked yeah, about that. Our our uh, apple brandy or apple jack? Um, yeah, it's all, all Ohio apples. Um, so and it's, so it's basically a cider that yeah. is then distilled. It's Correct. the same juice that we use for our cider. So, um, yeah, we ferment that out, uh, distill it off. Uh, and uh, our first uh, batch was aged in Cab Franc barrels. So it lends a really unique uh, flavor to it. And then currently we've got some uh, some uh, whiskey barrels that we're kind of aging it in right now. Um, and uh, from there, um, we're kind of playing with the ideas of a few other little fun little barrels to be able to go into next um currently we've got some of course rum as we said aging um and uh out on our um little uh our little tap room we've got the um clear uh rum that we've got uh rum is made from sugar products right yeah yeah, so we use a certain we found a grade of syrup uh cane syrup that we feel uh lends a a um, really nice flavor to it, nice complexity. Uh, it drinks really well. That blends. Uh, tell you what, uh, blends really, really nice. It's um, yeah. it's 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 got some balls to it. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> is the way I would describe your yeah. rum. It's definitely got some got some balls. It's uh, it's really good in uh, in a mixed drink when it's hot outside because. You don't realize what it's doing to you until you stand <laughs> up. <laughs> it sneaks up on you. Yeah, <laughs> it totally it sneaks up on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you guys have um, one whiskey right now, or do you have currently two? one whiskey? Okay. Yeah. And uh, we are playing with uh, another one currently. And um, the whiskey that you have right now is a what is what is the base for that? Is a corn or is it that one is a barley? is a barley and wheat base um and uh yeah it it has a really nice smoothness because of the wheat that's in there uh yeah and uh it's not as so basically the barrels that are it's aged in uh it's aged for 10 years actually so we have purchased that um basically blended to something that we know we can recreate basically for right right now uh, until ours is fully aged um and it is that one really uh struck us all when we first uh when we first released that, it was really nice and pleasant. And just like our, our bourbon that we have right now, that is really, really nice as well. Um, we're really super excited about that bourbon. To, shoot, that's only been out for, how long has it been out for? It hasn't been that long. A couple and months. We've, yeah, yeah, and we're flying through it. I tell you what, it's hard for us to even keep that in. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And that's that's everything you've got right now on, on the, the spirit, spirit side, side, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, 
lots. <laughs> Quite a bit. We got a little bit going. Um, yeah. When when you talk about on, and again, this is probably something that you maybe don't have the uh, the experience on, but on the tap room side, when somebody is walking in, how do you how do you push three different product lines, and how do you try <laughs> to kind of talk about three different things? Somebody comes in and just orders a beer. I assume that the bartender doesn't kind of like, oh, you want to talk about uh, about whiskey? You know, like <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how you kind of make. It's one thing when somebody sits down to kind of talk about other beers, why they're ordering and why they're talking, and, yeah. and 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 try to push them into different styles. But is there kind of that that move to try to shift people into different? Oh yeah, different definitely. And our bar staff here, um, they're 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 kicking it right now. They're doing awesome. Yeah. So, and we have a. Martini night once a month. That <laughs> is classy. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, it's it's quite nice. So they have a good time with it. For I'm going to sure. come to Martini night. Just there drink a big pint of beer. Just burping. <laughs> and like. Yes, and you have to check the website. Uh, I'm trying to remember which night that is on. Kansas. It's Thursday. It's a Thursday. He's got it. It's the third Thursday of every month. Third I Thursday of every month. There you yeah. go. It's awesome. Yes, it, it's, it's, well it's so a good far. time. Yeah, um, the ones that the martinis that they had out last month. Oh my yeah. goodness, we were. We had a we had a fun night, so it was it was a good time. Now, for example, but. we did a green apple teeny with the green apple cider. So again, yeah, a blend yeah. of right, different right. sides. So it's well, pretty cool. And I guess in an event like that, it is a little bit easier to kind of talk about different things and how they relate to each other and how some of those flavors kind of translate back and forth. Exactly. Um, I I think that you know again talking long term, it's fun to think of. The idea that you can make a product, you know, say a beer, and then offer a product that is that beer distilled, and then that beer distilled and barrel aged, and have these mm-hmm. these things kind of crossing between each other. Yeah, that's something that I would love to do eventually. Is like take one of our core beers and then be able to distill that off, and you know, here is it, you know, right. you know, yeah. aged in a barrel, you know, here's it straight. Maybe do you know a blend of those basically in a drink or something. Yeah, that exactly. would be. That would be quite a I just quite going, a fun going, little time for sure. Going to that education side, people, you know, especially within this beer community, we talk about pushing beer drinkers using different, you know, educational sides of things to get them to know about what they are, what they're drinking, and why they're drinking it, and why it tastes the way it does. And I don't know how you do that on the spirit side. It, f- it feels to me like it's such a different type of community. I guess. And a I little think bit, it's, again, but it's still it's yeah. fun to have a place like this that brings those two communities headfirst into each other. Oh yeah, absolutely gives that opportunity for education. And it's it's pretty wild to see you know the community that comes out you know for spirits and then realizes oh wow like this beer or this cider is really good too or you know just the opposite you know right. the people that come out for the cider or the beer that realize all oh, these I didn't even know they had these you know spirits here so it's it's really cool to kind of just watch the tap room and see you know. You know what people drink throughout the night as right. they go from one to another. No. no, but not like that. But you know what I mean. It's just like it's cool to see them like experience. You know what we have. You know the culture that we're building. You know here. So uh, I tell you what, let's take a quick break, um, and we will come right back and we'll dive into that a little bit deeper. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll be back. Sensi Brewcast, the voice of Sensi Craft. <laughs> The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we, uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> We're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Municipal Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. 
Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. Um, I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest harvester. They're all out there, and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, "Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap," but I <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. It's so awkward coming back without actually coming back. It's so weird. It's so strange. <laughs> um, the magic of podcasting. It, uh, nobody knows the difference. It just sounds normal. Unless I forget to edit and then like there's these weird breaks of silence and then this <laughs> random commercial and then more silence. <laughs> Who knows? I'm terrible at this whole thing. Um, we're at March 1st, in case you guys forgot. I always feel like I'm supposed to... like reintroduce everything of what's going on but everybody's still been listening so we're still at march 1st we are still talking about every type of beverage under the sun um <laughs> except i guess you guys don't make your own coffee oh, you probably have a coffee pot somewhere you probably are making some oh, kind of coffee gosh. yes <laughs> brian is a coffee fiend um, i am i do enjoy uh, coffee. well let's 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 talk to brian for a minute so every well i don't know if everybody knows shay but i think i think that a good deal of people that are listening to the show know who you are at this point they've, <laughs> they've either met you or heard you on the show but brian you're 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 new to the the, the show um correct where, where, where'd you come from um i've been with march 1st for a little bit under a year um i originally came from a food background and i'm actually at cincinnati state for their brewing science program gotcha so i got in here as a bartender originally i'm um, just helping out with production work and some basic cellaring work and then kind of just shay and ben have been really Helpful, became good friends of mine, and it kind of like helped me learn a lot and get really in there. So now I'm oh. the official, I guess, assistant brewer is the actual title that I hold. But well, I mean, well, oh, he's kicking butt, though. You said you said you came from the food side. Mm-hmm. Has there always been that interest in brewing, or is it something that's kind of developed? Well, I actually was very close to going to culinary school. Um, I've always been kind of really interested in food pairings and how flavors go together. Um, kitchen food background, so right. um, I didn't really want to be a chef um, or work those hours or be in that kind of environment my entire life um, and then stumbled upon the brewing science program at uh, Cincinnati State is where I kind of like <clears throat> came to and realized that that was something that could definitely be best, the best of both worlds in that sense right and that whole culinary background uh, you know mixing and melding of flavors you know is definitely something that he's definitely brought to the team for us here and it's been Again, a heck of a lot of fun for especially sure, yeah. in a place like this where oh, there's yeah. so many different things that, that you know different rabbit holes you could dive down and kind of <laughs> anything like, from, I'm like a kid in a candy store anything I, from I, like yeah, you know it. coming up with failures for like pizzas back there you know or you know for the next beer we're doing so hey uh well, let's try this in the gin and we're like oh mind blown good idea <laughs> <laughs> um or you know the cocktail side i assume at some point the the cocktail side will kind of continue to grow and evolve here too. For sure, oh, absolutely. Um, it's it's definitely in its infancy, and uh, it'd be fun to see more fresh ingredients used and things like that. And kind oh, of, yeah, that's kind of, build kind of a push that. that you know definitely want to work towards is that whole you know seasonal. You know what's in season right now. You know what can we you know get locally that'll uh, you know really lend the whole, especially with our. You know, Applejack, you know, all Ohio, you know, if we could do all Ohio cocktails, you know, everything that's kind of as local as possible, that would be 
I'm really excited about that. So we've been talking with uh, that opportunity. Yeah. 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 So we've been, you know, playing with those ideas, you know, uh, for sure. Just trying to figure out, okay, what's going to be in season soon. What can we play with? So, yeah. Um, there's again there's a, there's a lot you could do on that there's, <laughs> this 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 is a really tough show because i feel like every time we start talking i think of three different lines of questioning based off of the beer side <laughs> off of the spirit side off of the side or something like it's like my mind is like going in nine different directions um let's talk about so you, we were talking about this expansion and talking about how um while we were at our commercial break um we were kind of we were kind of talking about this expansion and how it's going to change things here and um, in my mind, you know, we, again, going back to 8-Ball, we talked about them a little bit. And mm-hmm. what happened with 8-Ball, um, I don't know if it was the plan all along or it just kind of worked out that way where there was a brewery and a distillery. And once the distillery really kind of got its legs and has started doing its thing, all of a sudden 8-Ball is gone and nobody on the ownership side seemed to care about that. That's not going to happen here, right? Like this oh, is no, not. Are, this yeah. is not a. Um, we want to start a distillery, and we don't know how to do that short term and keep it making money in the short term. So let's add a brewery and a cidery to it, and then once the distillery is going, the the brewery is gone. No, this is definitely a venture where everything plays off of everything else. It's all you know, one big you know game plan to meld all the flavors you know together, mix, mingle, and have fun. Basically, so this is definitely a, a long term, uh, long term plan to keep up with all three, and not just to do them, but to do them well. You know, For sure. Um, yeah, that's definitely from day one. That's something that uh, we talked about from you know the the original uh, business plan to the investors that came on board. That you know, you know, everybody was on board with. You know, we have to do this, you know, as true as we can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So regardless of what one end is doing, they all coexist no matter what. No, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's one thing where, you know, if you're, you know, you're here just for, you know, one thing, you're definitely going to be helping out with a couple other things, you know, and then it's, <laughs> right. you know, hand in hand. everybody's going to be, you know, multitasking, you know, and you're, you know, but no, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. It definitely, yeah keeps you on your toes but it's also so much fun here just because you know you're not going to do the same thing over and over that's that's definitely for us that keeps us you know so excited you know for every day you know you know the new possibilities you know what's on the horizon just because we know that every day is a new adventure here so that's something that you know keeps all of us i know on the brewing side really excited for what what's about what about wine and um, and by wine you know I, I mean true fermented wine, yeah. grapes. <laughs> yeah, know, I, I know yeah. that cider is wine, but um, is there any talk about ever kind of branching into that at all? I've, I I know that you are into wine. I know that you enjoy <laughs> wine. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, is is there any talk of that? Is there any discussion, even on a small scale, just something? Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely something that um, you know the owners have. You know, we talked about. You know, I've kind of you know, expressed how I feel about it just because, you know, that was part of my background. You know, I, you know, I've made wine for years and years and years now. It's something that I'm, I absolutely love doing. So if that's something that we grow into, I am definitely ready to step up for that for sure. Um, it's, why is it not part of things right now? Is it a I space believe issue? It, it's currently just capacity. You know, we have reached a point where we are like just, keep it up and uh, yeah, right. you know and so that's well, part of the reason why we're excited about this expansion ability you know do those fun unique things as well as you know having all of our cores and you know um the seasonals that we put out throughout the year but um but yeah no i think that um i'd but like to see the wines of course for sure there's um, there's no other licensing that would be needed for that right no no because so making cider yeah so currently we, so we you could in theory just go and make wine tomorrow if you guys want absolutely to. yes uh, wines, mead, all that. Yeah, we have uh, all three licenses, of course. So with the distilling license for all the spirits, the beer license, of course, um, and then the wine license for the cider. So yeah, we could, we could anything alcohol wise, we could pretty much free range. Let's have at it. Yeah, you could do sake. Absolutely. You're a yeah, <laughs> I've made some pretty this, interesting rice this, wine at home before. This so would make a really fantastic. <laughs> what do they call it? The Koji Room or whatever. Oh like, yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be perfect. We, we've had a couple ideas for like. There are a little like room over there turning that into like a you know a, a little uh, destination experience for a certain spirit of ours and yeah. having this one for their spirit. So it's definitely um, 
something we thought about well, before so, for sure. So to kind of dig in again, this is going way off topic because this is a beer show. But you know, with uh, with sake, you know, traditionally there's this this room in a sake brewery where they 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 apply this this mold to the the, the yep. rice and yeah. it's ko- yeah. koji room. Koji, yeah. And they yep. they strip down to their underwear basically <laughs> <laughs> and very carefully without any moving air or anything like evenly apply this mold. And I'm in my head I'm there's this big glass window here in this conference room and I'm picturing this is this oh. turning into this koji. Yeah, I room. know that all of us brewers have totally been done for that. Let me tell you. <laughs> and people ben sitting especially. here in this time like what the <laughs> hell are those guys doing over there? They're Don't. working hard. <laughs> it will be absolutely brilliant. <laughs> we can make this happen even if it's you know, I think we would enjoy well, it th- on the brewing side. I think sure. that there was, I think that there was a, a joke when uh, March first first opened. Everybody has seen the Hummer, mm-hmm. um, oh, and yes. there was there, there, I think some people gave you guys a little bit of shit for having this this Hummer, <laughs> and somebody made a joke about um, bikini girls washing it in the driveway or something. And I've got this oh. other oh, this yeah, other I thing. That, that. Like, I'm in this koji room with bikini girls. I, I, there, there's some oh, really goodness. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, that's not what we need. <laughs> Going no, down a rabbit hole here, guys. That's <laughs> what I was first hired on. I was actually was a bikini girl. You were the so. bikini girl? <laughs> Originally. They very quickly moved you inside the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, get behind this wall of tanks, people. <laughs> Uh, let's let's kind of talk more. Like, get back to beer a little bit since this is Cincy Brewcast, and I'm going to get in trouble if I talk about spirits too much and <laughs> sake and in trouble uh, by who? I don't know. Come on, yeah. Somebody will send me an email. I get oh, emails and drunken uh, phone messages all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to leave a drunken phone message, uh, five six seven <laughs> seventy drink is the uh, the voicemail. You can just call <laughs> and, uh, and and leave it away. So far, I've not gotten anything that has been suitable to air on the show if that tells you anything about what you guys are doing to me um we just need to have a show ready to start you know oh yeah that would be definitely safe no don't do that <laughs> um so let's talk about what's kind of happening in cincinnati in a, in a in a bigger kind of sense there's been a lot of talk like last and i'm trying to think when this show was actually airing i think last week um where um Sorry, my phone's buzzing, and I've got these. My wife is adding things to the calendar currently. It's like <laughs> it's like Brandy's late night out. I think she's mad. She's adding. It just keeps popping up. She must be really mad that I'm out tonight. Um, we with Cincy Beer Week, and I know that you guys started up. It was before Beer Week last year, but I don't. Were you involved at all with any of the? Uh, we were. We came on a little late to the game, last right? Year, so you so. weren't. You, you didn't get to kind of jump in in the fun festivities. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, I remember them all. They were a good time. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, yeah. And it, there was a little bit of discussion about it on some of the Facebook groups and stuff last week. That it's just it's not happening this year. There is basically no Cincy Beer Week. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that there is room for a a beer week now, or are we as a city not that we've gotten too big for a beer week because we're clearly that that's clearly not it? But can we make something like that happen here in Cincinnati? Is are we too not divided? I don't I don't know what it is that makes it not work in our city, but um, or has made it not work the last couple of years in our city. What are your thoughts on? Cincy Beer Week or the idea of having a beer week in Cincinnati? Or do you have any thoughts on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely the... All right. I remember when I was at Cellar Dweller. Um, I mean, it was so cool to see all the breweries come together, you know, and right. that fun camaraderie and those, you know, the... <laughs> especially when they hear, uh, we're at, oh shoot, where were we at for the, for the whole selection process? I think it was Rungeist and, uh, that was just a blast. Let me tell you. But, um, but no, um, as far as, you know, I think that, I don't think that it's too far off to say that, you know, like, I mean, we, we, it's definitely something that people really enjoyed. Definitely. It's something that I know I enjoyed. Um, it's something that we always looked forward to every year. So I think it's something that, we just need to, as brewers, you know, just sit down like we used to and just be like, hey, like, you know, let's, let's, you know, get in on this, you know, I don't, I feel like if we miss out on it, it's just one of those things that, you know, as a, you know, the, for the local community, it's like, I feel like we're, you know, they're missing out. Like, it's a way to get people, you know, in the brewery, you know, for one thing, but then it's also just the whole community aspect of it. You know, it's, it's so much fun to reach out to the community and just, you know, have those events that, you know, we can, um, 
we can bring people in and kind of show them what we're wanting to do. And so I just, to it's, me, it's, to me, it's like this, this rare opportunity in this one time a year to remind people that it's, it is a group of breweries in an area and Cincinnati, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati as a whole is a thing. And Cincinnati's beer community is a thing regardless if, you know, whatever week and whatever month you're, yeah. you know, it's, it's a and mad, I, and it's a mad that, weekend or it's a March yeah. 1st weekend or it's a Ryan guys yeah. weekend because there's something fun going on there. But to have a week where it's just Cincinnati, Ev- everything yeah. is going on all at once. No, absolutely. You're not trying to get all of the beer week traffic to your <laughs> tap room. It's just no, but it's, everything's going and on. And I think it's about the, you know, the beer community coming together. You know, it's one thing, you know, to like punch each other in the face at, you know, the punch out fest, you know, poor Brian over here. I don't know how he's going to fare, but <laughs> <laughs> are you guys competing at the punch out? I am. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh. We will be talking about that a whole lot in the next few weeks cool. on this show. We have, so um, I have to look at the calendar, but uh, we are having a show, I believe, when you're listening to this next week, um, with Bobby talking about mm-hmm. the Punch-Out. Um, at the end of the month, we will be broadcasting live from the Wiedemann Beer Boxing Championship. Nice. <laughs> um, there is not a coincidence <laughs> that I have Bobby coming on the show a couple weeks before that, because there's a little bit of... Uh, um, little bit of stuff going on so nice <laughs> there's a lot to talk about so we're going to be talking a lot about boxing and um i believe that i uh <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting <laughs> oh yeah i'm excited it's gonna be i mean i'm not gonna be in it so uh, um, poor brian over here. i, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to i don't want to spoil any surprises i was talking to a brewery um yesterday um that is a um, sponsor of the Wiedemann event that did not know that they were a sponsor of the Wiedemann event and cannot send their beer to this event. They are not legally able to send the beer to the event, and yet That's somehow they. So there's there's lots of fun stuff to talk about. So oh, tune in, tune oh. in to all the upcoming shows. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm gonna hopefully have him on that show with Bobby. So, um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so Dang. there's there's yeah. lots of fun stuff happening in Cincinnati. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, is there some kind of is there a shift happening right now where or has it been happening there isn't necessarily the camaraderie that there was before is there some of that um stepping on toes and you know, kind of I've been, pushing I've people been hearing, you know people talk about that here lately you know is the beer you know market in Cincinnati changing you know is are the breweries becoming more cutthroat you know and all that and honestly you know with everybody that I talk to, you know, everybody that I know in brewing, it, we're still a fairly well, com, you know, night, you know, tight, tight knit community. Right. Um, I mean, we have guys come over here, you know, that'll, you know, borrow grain from us every so often, or, you know, if we need something, you know, and we have to run over, you know, across town to grab something, you know, it's still, you know, we're all still willing to help each other out, you know, Absolutely. when we need it for sure. So, you know, I, I hear more and more talk about it, but as far as what I'm seeing personally, you know, I'm, I'm not quite seeing it yet. Not that it won't get to that point right. or anything, but you know, our you know the brewers that I talk to, we're still you know good that's, close friends. That's so. the, the general consensus. That's what I hear. But then yeah. there are those weeks where you get somebody from I don't know, it's maybe a Fifty West or some kind of an example like that, where people are like, well, yeah, like why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Like, what just you know, it, it's it, so the. I guess it depends on what week you ask people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Everybody has a bad week, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but but no, yeah. It's I, how do you what what is what is the biggest hurdle that you think we need to overcome? Because you know we it's been a, a, about a month or so. We did a show about beer tourism and kind of what is holding Cincinnati back from being a quote unquote beer city. You know this mm-hmm. thing that everybody talks about, and you know the the Asheville or whatever it may be. You know I. You know, there there are plenty of cities that get a lot of a lot of props that I feel like we are doing some things that are way better than what they're doing, but yet we're not getting that that, that notoriety. That notoriety. What, yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what is it? What what are we doing wrong? That's it. In, in your opinion? <laughs> oh yeah, and that's and that's a question to definitely ask. You know, something just to you know look back on and you know try and figure out where we can reach out a little bit more to you know certain areas. Um, you know, as far as like in the beer community and then, you know, just into the general public. Uh, is it, is it like, maybe it's not like the beer that we're brewing or the, you know, the variety that we have or the, 
the the amount of neighborhoods that are represented. I mean, maybe it's just something flashy that we haven't, you know. Maybe maybe Sam Adams is the answer. They're going to open a tap room, and all of a sudden, people are like, oh, there's there's a tap room for Sam Adams in Cincinnati. That's you know, we're going to go there, and then yeah. they see everything yeah. else. Like you know, we, we've got the thirty third biggest craft brewery in the United States right yeah. now. Oh yeah, gonna, yeah. I mean, certainly that has to do something. And it's not for our, our lack of breweries that by any means. I mean, shoot, Cincinnati is. <laughs> We're currently sitting in Blue Ash, who, <laughs> if somebody had said, you know, 10 years ago that there'd be three breweries in Blue Ash, yeah, you'd be like, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And yet, here we are. There's yeah. yeah. And the shoot, we just, a, you know, found about, you know, the one opening up in Sharonville, too. Right. I mean, it's, not, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty wild. I mean, it's not for a lack of not having, you know, breweries around. It's, right. We've, we've got them here, and it's just figuring out, you know, that, not to say niche, but, you know, something to, you know get the the attention on us you know we need that either event or something that really draws you know the you know the country's eyes you know you know or people's eyes you know on you know cincinnati you know yeah what we have here so it's definitely something to uh think about and uh i mean shoot you know it's one of those things where you know you know why isn't cincy beer week you know you know why is that not you know thriving like it you know could be so yeah yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely something for us to think about. If we want to become that, you know, you know, known for uh, our breweries, you know, then we need to, it's one of those things where we need to sit down, you know, and really think about, okay, you know, how do we want to approach this? Um, and uh, yeah, I think that it's, it's definitely within our reach. We're, I, I, we're not too far off from being able to, to do that. So it's going to be exciting to have the same conversation and, three years or five years yeah. and see oh, how, no, you know, for to, sure. to look Absolutely. at it and see the difference, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people forget that, you know, the the bulk of our breweries, you know, our biggest breweries, you know, look at Rheingeist, Mad Tree, you know, that was 2013, 2014 that yeah. these places opened up. They're not, they're, they're new. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody is still new. Like, we are living in the city of a bunch of new breweries. And there's, you know, you got to give props to the people that have been around forever. You know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the you know the, the Mount Carmels and the Great Crescents and, uh, you know, places like that. Cellar yeah. Dollar Hell has been, you know, yeah. brewing for, for a long time yeah, now. Absolutely, like yeah. That's always one that I feel it like doesn't get enough recognition, you know. There's, there's a few yeah. of those around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Quarter, Quarter Barrel has been making beer in Oxford for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that have no idea who they are. And I, I just yeah. don't know it that they exist. blows you away, really. Um, so... I think that it's going to be an exciting um, few years here in Cincinnati as some of these big guys settle in and uh, figure out who they are and how, again, how big they want to be. And once they find that number and they settle into it to really start, like, just kicking ass. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fun. Um, as kind of wrap things up, uh, let's, what are you guys drinking lately that is not your beer? What have you had that... Uh, Oh snap! Oh man, <laughs> oh, man. here we go. Yeah, the the standard answer tends to be Miller Genuine Draft, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about Does the craft have to be beer, beer or what. Um, no, what are you drinking lately? That is oh, not. I mean, yeah. preferably something with alcohol in it. Since yeah. uh, oh, yeah, least, yeah, yeah. let's keep no, it close to topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you go for it. I've just been getting into a lot of different sours lately. A lot of funky stuff. You've been giving me pretty much a bunch of weird little fish stuff and uh oh yeah 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 pretty much anything that's i really enjoy things that are different we will be at little fish in july for ohio brew week for anybody that uh nice, that nice. loves our annual road trip show nice. <laughs> oh yeah but yeah pretty much anything that i really haven't seen before in a sense of just flavors together or barrel age something crazy or you gotta give me a specific example oh, of God. something <laughs> what what did you drink last night when you got home and sat down? Oh man, okay. Last night, last night that's terrible. Last night there was <laughs> a I, I so I just got back from vacation basically uh just like a couple days ago basically. So I was vacation down vacation to where? So I was down in um North Carolina. I actually went down right. to Asheville. Uh stayed at the Biltmore State and went down to uh Atlanta, uh Georgia and had a good time down there and I brought back um some cider, some beer and there was one that really uh really stuck out to me there was a cider uh, a little place down in 
uh, Boone, North Carolina, and they did this ginger, turmeric, and something else cider that Sounds was good. just... That sounds really cool. It was... Yeah, I got some for you. Don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was it was, it was was really tasty. So and I've got a few more of their products I'm excited to try. There was like a plum cider too. So, mm. you know, I'm really excited to see how these are and, you know, taking those flavors, kind of figuring out what we can do to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, mix match and make them our own as well. But, right. you know, it's always, you know, it's always fun to get out there, see what other people are doing, and then kind of see how what different flavors kind of you know meld together and then uh you know what other flavors you can find that you know normally would be like oh but it's actually like yeah we had one beer in the tap room not long ago and everybody looked at me like i was like off my rocker and then they tried it and they were all like what beer was that oh man what was that it was a bock it was the ginger um hazelnut or something like that oh yeah 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 Yeah. and everybody was like man you are nuts and then it went on tap and it freaking went so fast i was giving you a lot of there's no way there's no way yeah and it it turned out really good but um shoot um of course um i uh am a port wine fanatic yeah so um shoot what did I just buy recently? You were there with me in 1980. Oh, 1980. Um, it was a... I can see the label. Yeah, a Kopke, I believe, yeah. is what it was. So I'm a huge port wine fan. So I never even had port wine until I met you. So now <laughs> I've become a port wine fan. I've only port had port is... wine once, and um, I was at a local place, and um, a friend snuck me a little bit that I probably wasn't supposed to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it blew my mind, honestly. It tasted like chocolate. And I had never yeah. tried wine that tasted like chocolate that was not some kind of crappy it's, chocolate. It, yeah, wine no, it's, it's pretty wild. The, the different flavors you get out of it, you know, the like dark fruit nuts. flavors and everything. Is some other ones that uh, depend on barrel age or bottle age. It's it's pretty wild. So it's a good time. It's, it's a fun topic that we could dive into <laughs> on a different show. <laughs> yes, that may or may not be coming in the near future. Yeah, we'll see about <laughs> that. Yeah, it's the least something I want to do eventually. <laughs> if, if anybody is interested in spirits or wine, uh, rest assured you'll get to uh, go drinking with the gnome at some point in the near future. <laughs> Let me know. Keep me updated. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to just drop hints about this before I just get it active and get it rolling here. Um, if you do some Google, you can figure it out pretty quick because the <laughs> website is active and there's some stuff on there. Uh, we are currently building a backlog and getting ready. It's it's going to be soon. So, um, That's exciting. I can, I can guarantee that one of my first stops will be here at March 1st because, again, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back anytime for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you guys um, taking some time out of what is clearly a very busy day and doing um, the show with us because we always enjoy coming. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Um, great anybody who wants to uh, help us out, share the show with your friends. You know, do like the, the Facebook sharing and the Twittering and all of that fun stuff. And uh, leave us a review on whatever your podcast medium is. I don't know how that works, but do it because it's helpful. Uh, Thank you, guys. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.